Would you join me in prayer, please? Father, thank you that you're the God that searches every heart. You know every thought, every intention, every desire. You know us better than we know ourselves. You always will. You know the truth. Lord, if there's truth we need to hear, thank you that you'll speak to us sitting right here. Uh, Lord, open our hearts as we remind ourselves of your sacrifice for us. We do this in asking Christ's name. Amen. Video is brutal. Uh, the death of Christ was brutal. You know, one of the, the reminder, though, is that those people that were there and were crying and, and hurting and watching him die, in all of this disgrace and shame are the same people that saw him alive coming out of that tomb. And he is alive and well today. And he's still calling and, and serving us. Uh, what a God we serve. And again, if this caused any questions or anything we can do, please let us know. And I think Brian's going to come up and take on some questions now. I'll, I'll get a respectful distance somewhere <laughs> over in the parking lot. Uh. No, there's fine. Hey, thanks, Bill, for um, talking about the truth. Because um, I think truth is really difficult. To, to discuss in today's culture. Um, you know, just getting to the grammar level of what, what, what truth really, what, how you define truth, um, and then um, convincing people, or trying, trying to convince those of biblical truth. Um, so we do have a couple of questions on our phone. Um, just as a reminder, we, do, uh, we encourage anyone that has questions to text in uh, before or during the service at 760 Four zero, So, Bill, the first question. So, if God, so we know that God is both obviously active inside of time and space, but then he's also above or outside time and space. So, if he is outside of time uh, and, he, and he knows that I'll pray for something in the future, then can't he just act on that knowledge of that, that I will do something or that I will pray instead of what, what, is my, what is my part in God's plan if he's really outside of time and space? I'm not, it's, there's a bunch of levels there. When, I, when we pray to God, he's, he's fully present at our birth, our life, our death, in every place in between in all the world. So he knows every, he, uh, some of the prayers that, that we offer up uh, are prayers that actually uh, he's planned in us that we're going to offer for our affirmation. It says that uh, we're creating Christ Jesus for good works, to do works that he prepared beforehand that we would do them. So there's some prayers that I pray that, that I feel, well, that's a God prayer. And uh, so, yes, he's out there, and, but yes, we pray. But I think that the, the, the idea of prayer is, I think, it's certainly misunderstood by me, and it's an area of growth. It's more communion listening and getting his heart for the situation, whether it's past, present, or future. It's hearing what he's saying about that situation. So I don't know if that answers it, but he certainly knows the future, knows the result of like our prayers and everything else. So, yeah. Yeah, um, I think that does answer the question. Um, and then um, in light of the death of Christ on the cross for sin, is there any righteous act that I can do to make God love me more? Ha! No. But, but you, you can't. He is absolute love. I mean, that's one of the things. He's absolute love. There's no degrees of love. It's 99% doesn't cut it. It's, he's 
love. There's neither height nor depth nor principalities nor anything's present nor thing to come that can separate us from the love of God, even our sin. And I think one of the biggest pains of hell is to know in hell we will fully know that God still totally loves us. And it was our choice to put us where we are. So what impact does our sin have on, so if, if we sin, God still loves us, but there is some damage to the relationship, yes. is there not? Right, so, right. But that's not necessarily him loving us less or more. No. But it, 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 it's it, damage to us right. because it impacts our, uh, our testimony. That's not the right word. But it, it impacts us. We have morally chosen uh, to disobey God. And also to add to the pain of the cross which is in front of us. Uh, so sinning, never willfully, please. Uh, but uh, our relationship with Christ is defined. He looks at our heart. And, and we should be very thankful because he knows the intent of our heart uh, and where we are. Now, that doesn't excuse sin, never. But he does know that inside of us, we joyfully concur with the law of God in the inner man. And we don't want to sin. And when he sees Christians, he sees Christ, correct? Pardon? When he sees Christians, he sees Christ, right? Christ's righteous righteousness, not necessarily our righteousness. He's, that... well, because we have none. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he can only see our righteousness, but, but even, in, even looking through, that, you know, that he doesn't impute because Christ paid for it, but he's totally aware of our failures and, and fallings. So uh, last question on here is, I guess, just a, a recap. What do you mean by biblical Christian? Biblical Christian uh, is someone who loves God with all their heart, mind, soul, and strength, who has come to the rational decision to lay their life down, to be crucified with Christ, that Christ might live in us. We give up control of our life. We give possession to Jesus Christ, and we, we follow his whisper. Okay, I like that. <laughs> Follow his whisper. I like that. Okay. All right. Thanks, All Bill. Right.